Yo, what's up podcast? Today's episode, I start off talking about a project that I did today, and then I dive into five ways that I'm going to make money with, uh, with my business gardening for gains. Yo, what up everybody? It's Danny Neth with the Gardening for Gains podcast and welcome back to another episode. It is Sunday, September 1st um, and we're getting a little bit of a late start to the podcast. It is a little after 4 here, 4 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time in beautiful sunny Piqua, Ohio. Um, it actually been kind of an on and off rainy, thundery kind of day today, but overall not too bad. Um <clears throat> we had the sun shining nice and early for us today, so actually tackled some tackled a project that I've been wanting to do for a long time, which was taking cuttings of our landscaping plants. So the plants that I took cuttings of are boxwoods, Japanese maples. Um, I got a yellow globe spruce in there as well, uh, and hydrangea. So. Um, when you take a cutting, it's basically you're taking the new growth of a plant. Um, so the timing for that is you'll want to do it in like late summer. So like July, August, September. Uh, and, you know, basically that's when the wood is still green. It's still soft wood. So it'll be a little bit easier to do it than if you wait for it to uh, mature a little bit and become a hardwood. So, um, you know, the cells are a little bit e more easily swayed to um, becoming rooting cells. So, um, so we'll see what happens. I've got a little test set up here. I've got one, uh, one tray was actually with some preformed, uh, coconut and peat plugs. Um, and it said that it said that you don't need any rooting hormone for whatever, you know, whatever solution they have in there. So, uh, all I did was just, you know, strip the leaves, <clears throat> stuck the cuttings and, um, and, I did treat it, you know, I, I watered it in with, uh, with some mammoth pea, which is a microbial solution that, um, you know, helps with phosphorus uptake, but it's also something that's used a lot for treating clones, um, all, AKA cuttings, which, um, you know, uh, is really used in like any kind of tree or shrub propagation, uh, cannabis propagation is, you know, what, that's why I kind of hesitated because that's what mammoth pea is kind of mostly associated with, but it'll work great with any kind of plant. Um, a lot of people are actually using mammoth pea for like a seed treatment. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how well these cuttings root. So I got one in that preformed plug and then the other tray, um, it was like a soil mixture that we kind of made ourselves and it has a coconut, uh, coconut, uh, Let's see coconut peat moss and just some regular like clay soil um so what we did with that is we took the cuttings you know did the same kind of uh same kind of thing but then we actually dipped it in a rooting hormone uh which the product is called dip and grow um and you know so that i feel like we'll have a better chance of success those are in a smaller plug as well um, but it'll be interesting to see like how those fare against, against the ones in the preformed plugs. But that was our big project today. Something I've been wanting to do for like the last, I don't know, five years, but I've just like, you know, kind of said in my head, like, Oh, you don't know what you're doing or, or I've just not really had like a setup to where I can keep it, um, watered well. And, you know, I did kind of stumble across these really tall, 
uh, humidity domes to which when you're when you're doing cuttings or clones, what you need to do is really keep like a nice humid uh, atmosphere, you know, around the cutting, and that'll help with the rooting process. So, um, and just like overall plant health, keeping the uh, keeping the cutting moisturized and you know hydrated throughout the process it's a very stressful process for the plant so anything you can kind of do to mitigate that is uh, going to be beneficial so we'll see what we uh what we have going i'm i'm pretty optimistic that both um both trays are going to do well but i really think the one with the rooting hormone is going to do better just because um it's got smaller plant cells it's got you know two different types of rooting hormones um that's in dip and grow and uh it's just a tighter fit with that lid on that tray versus the one in the giant, you know, preformed plug. So, um, so anyway, so that was, uh, that was a big project today. Something I've been trying to do for a while, but today's podcast, I actually wanted to, um, it was something I actually like was struggling with this morning. So, um, so it's good that I'm actually doing it because I think I just need, needed some time to, you know, ruminate or, you know, I didn't even really think about it at all today. I was thinking I might do a podcast on something else or, or just post-produce my video. But the, the topic for today I wanted to dive into was, uh, five ways I'm going to, you know, make money with gardening for gains as a business. Um, and it's something I kind of like beat around the bush about and, you know, I, I don't know why it is, but, you know, obviously, you know, the point of a business is to make money, but I've been in it just to really learn and not get too far ahead of myself. You know, I think a lot of people put the cart before the horse. And then when you fail, you know, you just kind of like tumble over yourself and you're not sure what to do from there. So, um, you know, I've taken it really, really slow. So either way, um, I just want to kind of ramp things up and go over a couple of, a couple of ideas I have for, you know, really expanding things. So, um, you know, obviously some of these ideas are already being implemented and some I just want to accelerate. So the first thing is the CSA, which is our uh, CSA. If you don't know what it stands for is community supported agriculture. And essentially what, you know, a typical a traditional CSA does is you buy into, um, you buy shares of a CSA. So you'll buy like a season or a half season or a share or a half share or whatever and you'll choose the frequency that you get it um you know and typically what you'll do is you'll pay for that up front and what that does is allows the farmer to get um get supplies like seed uh you know equipment maybe you know depending on how big your operation is but like you know seed trays and soil and you know fertilizer just things you don't really think about tools and and, and stuff like that like it's all critical to the operation and um so that's that's like really the benefit of doing a csa type of style um but you know i've i've kind of done it traditional where i'll ha just have people like pay me as they go because i'm not you know i don't want people to have to pay like you know it seems pretty ridiculous if you pay like 200 bucks um up front for it for a year um, you're like, man, vegetable, just 200, you know, 200 bucks for vegetables. But if, you know, if you really think about it, if you get 10 deliveries, 20 bucks a week or every other week for vegetables, it's, it's really not that much. Like if you depend, if you think about the quality and the quantity that you'll get throughout the season, but, um, but either way, you know, that's something I want to ramp up, but it is a little bit dependent upon, you know, this, 
the size of my growing operation, which is the land that we have right now. So, um, so I, that's why I'm obviously I want to grow it, but there's only so much that we can do. So, um, we're, you know, we're going to continue to optimize our harvest and that will allow us to serve more people. So I think we can get up to 10 people, um, you know, if we choose the right crops and don't take chances on crap like cauliflower, like we did this year. But, um, you know, I, I'm pretty optimistic that we could do 10, um, and do it really high quality, maybe even 15 really high quality. And, um, but you know, you got to start somewhere. So either way, that's the, the first option. Second thing that I'm starting to dive into a little bit more is like apparel and you know just custom stuff like um so when i say custom stuff I, I say it so like generically just because like you know taking pictures and like taking pictures is kind of ha you know part of the reason why i started gardening like yes i started so i could learn more about my customers and like what they were going through but i was also doing it more to um or not more, but doing it also because I just love taking pictures. And especially as my, as the cameras on phones started getting better, you know, I started wanting to take better pictures and like nature was my favorite thing. And I'm just like kind of intrigued by that. And then when I was like, Oh, I could grow, you know, basically my photography, um, you know, see, like I was just kind of in wonder in awe of like that process of growing. So um, it kind of like rekindled that, um, childish kind of, uh, interest and passion in plants and in growing things. So, um, so like what, what I want to do is kind of turn those, turn my photography of my plants and of, of the garden into products. So, um, like I've put it on a shirt right now that says mind body garden. Um, which is up on my website. Um, there's a link in my Instagram bio if you're interested, but, uh, the picture that I took, you know, I designed that it was a picture that I took from my garden and I was basically something that I was thinking about doing, but I just really haven't pushed it because I don't, I'm not like, I haven't asked for the sale or like, you know, really asked for much from like my audience or, um, you know, the people who do follow me, but like uh, the idea was like create a bunch of different backgrounds. So the one that's on there is like, uh, I think dill flowers and lavender. Um, but you know, there's so many different pictures that I could switch that up with. And the mind bot, you know, mind body garden is something that one of my buddies, Tony, um, suggested to me a while back and I kind of like never really did anything with it. But then I started to realize like, man, that really is like my mantra in life. Like that's, you know, so vague, but it's like really what I care about. And, um, and it's, you know, kind of the foundation of, of what everything that like gardening for gains stands for, because, you know, I think a lot of people see gains and they think like economic, but then like, if you know, like bodybuilding culture, you know, that gains mean like growing your muscles. So, you know, in one sense, yes, it's like growing the muscles of the garden. Um, but it's like, you know, gaining knowledge and gaining experience in life and, you know, just about the process of growing and making your gains through life. So, you know, so that, uh, so either way, so like mind, mind, body garden kind of encompasses all of that. It's all about like optimizing and like, you know, experimentation and, you know, just really 
diving in to truly understand like the inner workings of nature and you know how far you can push the limits of growth and you know basically that that's about it you know with mind uh body and garden uh you know it's <clears throat> there's always room for growth and expansion and um you know that's basically what what my mission is to do so so I would say um, the customized products with which is the apparel. I've also got like some metal prints um, on my website, and uh, you know, stay tuned for more more t-shirt designs. Uh, we've got like the gardening for gains logo, and then the mind body garden for right now. So um, that's number two. Number three, <clears throat> excuse me, number three. Um, this was something that a lot of people around me, like Kyla. Uh, my brother Adam, even my parents have suggested to me was doing like garden garden coaching or gardening consultations. <clears throat> and I didn't really think that it was something that, you know, I'd really be able to uh, to do or maybe there would be demand for. But I've actually had someone reach out about the possibility of it. So um, so it's making me think that maybe there is a uh, maybe there is a need for that. But um, but, you know, in the meantime, like. I'm just going to pr provide as much free content as I can through the podcast and through my videos. So, you know, um, I think that just providing that value and putting things out there, there's always the basics, there's always the foundations. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I feel like I'll always touch on like certain nuances, but everyone has their own special experience. So, you know, it might, uh, it might make sense to really start, you know, to maybe start off with, um, with like free content or something that, uh, is basic, but maybe, maybe you do want more of like an in-depth knowledge about how mycorrhizae works or like the conditions about it. Um, and, and sometimes people, you know, you just need more of that one-on-one -on -one or that face-to-face -to, -face to really understand things and like ask those micro questions. So, um, so, so I think that that's something that, you know, uh, I would definitely, definitely be interested in testing out and, um, you know, seeing how I can provide value. I think that I do have a lot of knowledge around gardening and just a lot of random knowledge and, you know, in general, um, <clears throat> and I can just kind of see, you know, different, uh, see things from a different angle, you know, and coming in with a fresh set of eyes is always an advantage in, in my opinion, because you're not kind of like stuck in your own, um, cycle of thought. Like if you're experiencing something every day, you don't, uh, you know, you're seeing it that same way and in relation to your environment. So, um, so I don't know. So that's something that I've been tossing around, but I think gardening consultation or coaching would be, uh, you know, something interesting, <clears throat> something interesting and something that I think that I could really, uh, you know, connect with and, and, you know, really dive into. So, uh, so I, th I would say that is number three, uh, number four, I've also thought about, you know, obviously plant sales, but, you know, maybe doing like a contracted plant sales. Um, you know, today I've actually, you know, like I said earlier in <laughs> excuse me, like I said earlier in the video, um, or earlier in the podcast, you know, I just took a bunch of cuttings of boxwoods and Japanese maples, hydrangeas, and then a, like, I think like six, five or six of those yellow globe spruces. But, you know, if those root well, 
And if I can prove that I can grow plants well, like especially from cuttings, um, because those that's a quick way to turn plants. If I can start doing that, maybe selling it to local nurseries uh, and then branching out, you know, I'm, I'm always saying branching out, but like, and, and pun intended, but not really intended, but, um, <laughs> but you know, from there, then I'll start like, you know, I, I feel like I'll get to a point where I'll figure out the process a little bit better. I'll get them, get my plants up into, you know, maybe one gallon pots eventually, and then start selling them, start selling them direct after that. So <clears throat> I think that could be another, uh, interesting thing, you know, either contracting out plant sales or, you know, just starting my own little mini nursery and just giving people, you know, a really good deal on these plants. Because I think that, you know, obviously you got to make sure that you're not doing, using like, um, patented plants or anything like that. But, you know, other than that, if you can grow your own, um, it's a heck of a way to make money. Uh, you know, like a one gallon box would probably get you anywhere from like 10 to 20 bucks. So, um, obviously like money isn't my first thing that I think of. I just want to grow the plants first, but, but, uh, I think that'll be cool. And then maybe even getting, getting into things next year, like doing mums, doing poinsettias and, you know, just doing more of those seasonal type of things. And, and maybe even doing things like, uh, rosemary, cr rosemary Christmas trees, uh, during Christmas time, you know, things like that. So, uh, definitely got to get heavier into plant sales, plant propagation, and, you know, just, and then in the spring selling like starter plants. So, um, so that's another thing. And then number five, the fifth and final, um, point where I think that, you know, maybe we can start making some more, you know, turning a profit or something like that is, getting into actual products. Um, so this is a little bit of a tricky one because I'm not sure how I can do it in the context of, uh, you know, without kind of stepping on, on the toes of what I'm currently doing for my job. So I'm currently a product manager at AM Leonard, which is a horticultural tool and supply company. So you know, it's, it's like things kind of overlap a little bit, which is a good thing because I can always talk about my products that I'm using and, <clears throat> you know, essentially that's all I'm doing is, is using, uh, products from work and, and they all fall into my categories. So, so it's kind of a cool thing, but then it is like a little bit of a catch 22 because there's no, you know, as far as like AM Leonard goes, we, you know, service landscapers and growers, but you know, we carry over like 10,000 different products. It's, uh, it's pretty crazy. So, you know, there's really no, no end or beginning to where it, you know, you know, as far as the product line, like how far it goes into homeowner or commercial, we kind of do it all. Um, and it's, you know, like gardener's edge is, is part, part of AM Leonard. So if you're not familiar with that, it's kind of like a retail gardening, um, you know, kind of like gardener supply company a little bit. Um, but so, so, so that makes it a little bit interesting. Like, obviously I'm not going to, uh, be able to make like tools and I don't think that that's really something that I want to do, but I have thought about going down the route of like, you know, really special specialized products that I'm using that, uh, you know, or, or maybe even like, actually I've thought about going into more of like a tangential, um, 
process, you know, actually like the processed fruits of my labor. So um, like I've thought about not doing like tools or horticultural supplies or seeds or seed starting kits or anything like that, but actually going the other way of, you know, after the food is done and it's produced. So maybe like organic oils, like organic coconut oil, um, you know, just things that like uh, natural, like infused oils that are infused with herbs, things like that. So um, it's, it's a little bit of like left field, but at the same time, it's, you know, related to growing vegetables and the fact of like growing um, also maybe like on a health, like on a health note. So maybe, you know, incorporating like healthy eating, healthy food. Um, I, and I don't know why, but I always kind of seem to come back to like healthy food, healthy supplements and, you know, things like that, because I, I really don't consume a lot of like, I, I think a lot of gardeners go down the path of, you know, um, going the foodie route. And, you know, I, I like eating food, obviously. I enjoy the taste, but I'm pretty plain. Like, I don't use dressing on salad. I don't like icing on cake. And, um, <laughs> you know, that's that's about it. Like, I don't, I, I'll try new things, but, and, and, you know, and I don't like cheese. And I'm, you know, kind of lactose intolerant a little bit. So, you know, I use that as an excuse, but like, you know, I'm, I'm a plain eater and, but the things that I do like, like I eat food mainly, like mainly for the function of it. Like, yeah, I like food that tastes good, but like I'm eating so that my muscles will grow. Um, uh, you know, I'll just get the sus sustenance that I need. And, um, and other that, other than that, I'm pretty plain. So like, I think supplements would be a good thing. Like something that I'm actually a little more passionate about. Um, maybe things like hot sauces, spices, um, you know, oils, whether cooking or essential oils, you know, that, that could be a pretty cool, um, I don't know, a pretty cool thing to kind of explore a little bit. So I don't know, those are, uh, that's a quick way to wrap up the, uh, my five topics for, you know, how I'm going to make money moving forward with, um, you know, as with Garden for Gains as a business, I feel like more than anything, I just needed to get get these thoughts like out of my head. Um, and, you know, actually, I haven't even really thought about it, but just just get some thoughts out there, um, you know, really put it down and, you know, see if it's practical or not. So, like, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, and if you have any suggestions, you know, feel free to drop that as well. But uh, that's a, you know, just wanted to get in, a, get in a late podcast today. Uh, it's Sunday, so gonna just enjoy the rest of the day and then uh, come back with another uh, another gardening show tomorrow probably. So if you have any gardening show questions, love to hear that as well as any feedback. But uh, thanks for listening in, and as always, I appreciate it.